0: And that's at the it. end of the day, I am a joke. There we go. Now we're recording. Oh, my thing is covered in cat hair. Do you have notes for this? Mm-hmm. I sure don't. <laughs> so that's great. All right. Welcome back, everybody. You're just going to have to get over the voice. Why do you do it? I don't know. I'm not just going to go, welcome back, everybody, because that sounds like I'm taking myself too seriously. No, wait, no. <laughs> I don't want to do this with you. <laughs> anyway, uh, so by now, we've probably released the random episode where we talked about literally nothing and then waited another like whole month and a half to record this one. Uh, it was not a whole month and a half. It feels like it. it. We literally recorded that like a week before Wednesday came out. No, it was before Thanksgiving. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't even been a whole month then. Just really close. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I mean, Wednesday or er, Thanksgiving was on the 24th. Exactly. So we're only like six days away. That's so if recorded said. the week before Thanksgiving then we're probably oh, right at time. I was thinking we recorded like on Thanksgiving. No. <laughs> well, anyway, so we haven't done even half of the things that we said we would do in that episode. I don't even remember the things we said we would do. I don't know either. You I remember. it. I know. And I was just listening to it. And I remember thinking, mm, we didn't do that. But you know what? It's okay. Because it's about to be a new year and there's nothing like a new year that gets my little indecisive and fake ADHD heart (laughs) (laughs) a-going with all the possibilities of starting fresh. I read this post that was like, don't do too much like random rambling in your podcast episodes. I was like, that's all I know how to do. That is how I talk. Anyway, so today we are here to talk about the queen of all queens, the goth goddess herself. Wednesday Adams. So I didn't know the show was coming out until it came out. <laughs> <laughs> Me either, honestly. And then everybody <laughs> was Everyone it. was talking about Wednesday. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and Lainey, for some strange reason, has never seen the Adams Family. The only knowledge I had of it previously, growing up, was um that on the VHS for *Quest for Camelot*, there was an Adams Family preview. And that's where I know the Adams Family theme song from. The knowledge I have is the John Mulaney bit, where he wants Adams Family values <laughs> <laughs> from Buster Video. Know, <laughs> and then I know that they redid it, and recently, and l- it's the Adams Family reunion. I think is what it's supposed oh, to be. Yeah, but Finn Wolfhard's in it, think and that it's that animated. Was like super recent. It was in the like the past like seven, six, seven years. Interesting. It was okay. after Stranger Things because it was enough, because Finn Wolfhard was notable to have been in it. um I don't know. I just know I've always loved Wednesday, and I don't <laughs> know why. Exactly. So despite this, laney's obsessed with Wednesday Adams. Loves the aesthetic. That's just I could not <sighs> be farther from goth. Has <laughs> created an entire D and D character that's loosely based off of Wednesday Adams. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm so sorry. She's Alexis Rose on the inside, <laughs> Allison Argent on the outside. But her aesthetic and demeanor are very Wednesday. (laughs) So uh, this show came out and everyone was talking about it. And we were like, well, we have to watch it just in general. We have to watch it because that's what we do with our lives. But also we were like, "Eh, maybe this is a good way to get back into the swing of podcasting. Who knows? And so um, we effectively watched it like three times in two days. I have no regrets. <laughs> Four times in like a week. It's it's a new comfort show. It like when I'm upset or when I just want background noise, I'm like, let's turn on Wednesday. Yeah, it's a bit <laughs> it's a bit much. It's not. <laughs> okay. Also, I would just like to say No, we'll get to it. Oh, okay. I would just like to say that also one of the things that I have like in the forefront of my mind about the Adams family before this show was that I one time had a very unfortunate, very real, awkward dream about no, thing in no, no, the cemetery. Hear it. No. Oh, shit. I just pulled the headphone thing. Is it still recording? Yes, it's still recording. Stop <laughs> moving. I just want chapstick. Well, you have not stopped moving since we sat down. Why couldn't you have gotten that beforehand? I, mean, I didn't think about it. I was on BuzzFeed. You were driving me <laughs> absolute cuckoo. Oh, my God. Am I driving you cuckoo or his mom? (laughs) We're literally in the middle of recording. (laughs) Oh, I just put chapstick on the top of the cap. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Let me know how many of you also have a helicopter mom. Mom's not a helicopter mom. She's a psycho mom. With a semi-heart of gold. Thank you, because it is so hard not looking under your bed. For those of you that don't know, we're (laughs) recording in Lainey's room tonight. And my Christmas present is sitting under her bed, but she has literally nothing protecting. I need one of my pillows, <laughs> cause we're back. <laughs> you're editing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I'm, I'm i know it's sorry. fine. Oh my god, I'm guys, Laura's being really mean. No, I think not. I'm gonna have to quit the podcast. No, you're being difficult. <sighs> you're being difficult. If the office was clean, we could record in there. How was that my fault? I didn't say it was your fault. I tried cleaning it all day today and you kept going, no, I need to do it on a day where no, I don't have anything do You tried to have on. us both clean it today and I said, I am not about it today. I'm not doing <laughs> it by myself. Boo. You are the worst culprit of just throwing things in there. I am not. My stuff goes in a bag. I have pulled that bag out of there because I have been working on those costumes. <laughs> anyway, so the show came out. I had no idea. Who was cast in it? Literally none. Me either. Catherine Zeta-Jones popped up as Morticia, and I went, oh, it's Catherine Zeta-Jones. And she was the only person I recognized. Oh, except the guy who plays Uncle... Fester. Fester. What is his name? He shaved his head. He was hard to recognize for me. He was in Superstore and New Girl, and he's in that one... Yeah. Oh, what's that one show? Oh... It's the really weird show where it's like him and a girl do like skits. Dave really liked it. What? I know what I'm talking about. It's fine. Dave really liked it. Do you have anything else other than him and a girl do skits? No, that is literally it. That is all I can tell you. Like they do stand up skits? No, they they do like little sideshow skits where they play different characters in different little scenes. It makes me think of the play almost main, but I know that's not what you're talking about. We're moving on. Anyway, it was him. Um I got so distracted. <laughs> so sorry. Um so a uh, couple of things that I noted that uh I really like about the show as an overall like theme aesthetic kind of situation is that it felt very Veronica Mars to me, but goth. Ooh, it did. Fantasy goth like, teen detective. Teen detective and especially with like her voiceovers and stuff and the way like it made me think of Kristen Bell narrating in Veronica Mars. Like that's, it was the same vibe and I really liked that. I also noticed that there are some very strong like Harry Potter, like things that jumped out at me, like imagery, like her walking into the room that was torn apart because of the journal. I like every time I'm just like Harry Potter, but also just like the end where it was like leaving school in this climactic moment of like, Oh, what's going to happen next. What I really liked, there were a couple things. Um, one of them that it wasn't like every new teen show, which I was really expecting it not to be, which is good, um, that he pulled through with Tim Burton. I really liked that they didn't go in like the direction that I feel most shows are going in these days, which is like a lot of graphic language, a lot of graphic imagery, overtly sexual, lots of drugs. Like They, didn't, right. it, they seemed like more normal, <laughs> which is really funny because they're not normal. <laughs> but they seemed like they had more normal everyday teen lives, especially with yeah, with it being teenagers in a school setting. I also really liked that while each character like had their own plot based, like they all had their own goal and like things they were doing to get there. Wednesdays was still held at the front, and everyone kind of connected to her rather than we randomly had like six main characters that we all had different things that we were rooting for them for that had nothing to do with each other, right. It wasn't like, in not in a way that's like I feel I've been trying very hard to keep myself from like pitting this against oh yeah, chilling no, adventures not of it. Sabrina, oh yeah. But because they are similar vibes of like macabre, macabre, and set in a high school kind of new school witchy environment, I was worried that it could have gone that way because I was expecting so much from Chaos, and then yeah. it really let me down, which sucks because I love Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and. I'm glad that the show didn't go in that direction. Um, especially cause I felt there were a few times that they like, it could have, like, I would have seen like how those people would have taken it that way. Um, but I do, while I also agree that like people had their own storylines outside of the main plot, some of them didn't. And I also feel like some of them are a little, little loose. Bianca's is probably the most compelling to me. Ironically funny it's the least compelling to me i just feel like it's the most outside of everything else that's going on yeah and so i'm intrigued about how it's going to end up interrupting what is going on and i want to know more about like morning song and like what it's all about and like how they're stealing these people's money and everything right um i thought the loosest was enid's her entire plot point was her wolfing out which has now happened and I don't know what they're going to do with her next season. <laughs> I mean, th- she can still grow past Well, that. And I know she can, but I just want to know, like... I like that some of the characters' plots were resolved and some of them weren't. No, and I'm not saying that I don't like that. I'm just saying that it seemed like that was really her only plot, and you can't take... Th- I mean, I don't know. I'm sure that they will be able to take that into next season. I don't see... How, like, I can't see any plans for it. I hope they expand it. more on, like, how she's, like, the gossip queen of Nevermore and, right. like, her popularity and stuff like that. And, she like, has a vlog. How, I think that next season's gonna focus a lot on how her life at school and with her peers is going to change now that she has wolfed out. Yeah, well, um so I was thinking about it in terms of um, how the directors and creators of Stranger Things have always phrased it and, you know, season one was very... Like close knit, it it was just those groups In one town And then it gets bigger With each season Mm -hmm. Um, By the way I actually saw A really interesting TikTok on that That we'll talk about later Um, And so I feel like They could very well Do that with this show Like expand it A little bit more Because I mean That's what you typically Do with things I don't always like it Because I feel like Some people do it In a very bad way I'm hoping they do it Like I want to see More about her family And I want to see More about Morning Song And I want to see like Xavier didn't have a plot point to me no his plot point was mostly that he wanted to be friends with Wednesday and he was like the bait and switch character right he was the love interest that was put in as a red herring to pit against Tyler but that being said I still love love Xavier Xavier. (laughs) don't even come after him I'm not coming after him (laughs) I'm just saying that like Xavier stand from the start (laughs) I mean, peop- that typically happens with, like, female characters. Yeah. So so it is interesting to see it happen to a male character. To have it switched not around good, that way. interesting. And speaking of... So a couple of things. Speaking of it being like other shows, I did notice this last time we were watching it with Mom in the scene in the woods at the end of the show when Enid's coming out. It's not... All, it's not dark. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting there and I was like, oh my gosh, on. I can see things. And I mean, it's a little darker than, like, what I would think is the best example of like keeping it light, Lord of the Rings, obviously um it's a little darker than that, but it's not so Teen wolf supernatural, dark that I can't see a face like right. I have no idea who, what's going on right. or who's talking or whatever you know um, I was very thankful for that um and then the bait and switch red herring thing I realized I also noticed this last time we were watching it that. They put people in that the whole and then they would like blatantly be like, oh, here's how it's them. Like there were so many like, oh, it's obviously Xavier because of, you know, the drawings and the claw marks and yada, yada, yada. I think that they were trying to make it obvious for a couple of people, which is very interesting considering that the person it was was not obvious at all. Right. Okay, And that was my point, because then they did it with. Um, the therapist putting the road, like when you see the roses in the hot, when she puts the roses in, um, Eugene's room, mm-hmm. they like focus on them as you're zooming out which is weird until you see them again in Laurel's bedroom. But I like that they did like trick moments like that where they were like especially because you're basically at that point it's like Wednesday's perspective like she sees those flowers and then she sees the flowers in Laurel's room like you're seeing how she has misinterpreted or she's finding things that aren't actually there and I like that. Exactly that's what I'm not I, w- I felt like this was coming off as me complaining it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> I, I liked those things I liked that they were like blatantly like here's what we want you to think. Right. And it wasn't So like we're being it was kind of like being told those things, Mm -hmm. especially with Xavier Wednesday was saying those things because that's how she what she believed. But then like with the therapist, it was very much so we want you to notice this. So we're going to show it to you and you're going to connect this later. Right. A few things that I really liked were how they kept it. Still dark and, like, spooky. And it was spooky. It wasn't creepy. And it was dark and, like, macabre. And, but still, like, lighthearted and fun. Which, not to compare it, but again, to, like, the whole chaos thing. Where it that one still kept, like, a lot of upbeatness. They did it in a very different, like... The characters randomly were upbeat. Or there would be, like, a musical number or something like that. Which is weird to me. Um Another thing that I liked was that the show took cliches and was like we're gonna use them and we're gonna use them normally but we don't care that they're cliche it's supposed to be so like the secret society thing and all that like it didn't feel super cliche or cringy and they called it out but it wasn't because they called it out that it didn't feel that way another thing I really liked was like their magic system stuff how there are just like all these different types of magic they had core groups but I also liked that, like, it wasn't all... They didn't put all their stuff into, like, making the magic look a specific way. Like, the way that she had her visions, like, she would just throw her head back. Like, it was a very, like, action kind of thing. And it... I don't know. It really hit well, I think, rather than, like, you know, having some weird spooky look happen on her or something like that. I also liked that, like... um, Xavier's drawings coming to life, like the spider that he does in the greenhouse. Like it still looks while it's crawling, it still has like the pencil marks and stuff like that. And like um how when the sirens are underwater, like it was actually a realistic mermaid tale, but he didn't have like all these super cool specific water powers or anything like that. I also like that they just didn't seem to like spend the whole budget on effects. Not that they didn't spend any budget on that, but I think that this is a show where the plot and the script, and then like the acting and like the characters really drove it, rather than like the extra razzle dazzle stuff we put in things. I agree. <coughs> so going back to the secret society, I first of all, I am a slut for Dark Academia yes, secret I know. society. Let I me know tell you, you all oh, the snaps that was just a beautiful oh my gosh little callback. Literally, she was like she was reading the clues that she had written down and it said snap twice. And I was like, <gasps> I like, oh, I was so like, that was a great way to include that. And I hadn't even thought about yeah. the fact that like that needed to be a part of it, the snapping. Right. Because it's like a theme song thing. It's not necessarily something that they do. And so I didn't, since they changed the theme song, I guess I just didn't think about it. Um, But then they included it and it was just like, <laughs> it was such an awe moment and I was like, oh, that's, I snapped with that's them because cute. I got very excited because yeah. again, it makes me think of the commercial. Like I know the theme song because of the commercial from quest for Camelot VHS tape. <laughs> and so <laughs> I snap all the time because of it. Um. Anyway, so with the secret society, that was one of the moments that I thought they could have gone very pretty little liars, chilling adventures of mm. Sabrina. And especially when they were talking about like the things that they do. Mm hmm they could have shown us those things and gotten really like you know modern teenage weird with it um, but they didn't mm-hmm. and I appreciated that also since it has like as a theory or something I would like to see since it has its base and being kind of like a like a safe haven or you know kind of like a um, what am I trying to think of kind of like a what are they called like a renegade sort of um what is Batman? He's Vigilante. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, What Jesus. are you trying to say? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's got that sort of vibe to it. Uh since it like originally it came from that sort of area. I kinda hope that they get back to it. That yeah. Wednesday does end up deciding that she wants to be a part of it. And or even if she doesn't. I don't care. But they do end up deciding ultimately that that's what they want to direct themselves towards. Right. Rather than just being kind of a social club. Yeah. I agree. I think that'd be fun. Um, I think that it. On. Like. And I think that the reasoning behind it becoming more of a social club makes a lot of sense. Uh, and I like that this like. Seems like it would spur that on. I think that was a good way to not just have like randomly these teens are part of this really cool society. And they do all this badass stuff. Um. I really liked that. That kids were very relatable. Um, they still went through like normal kid stuff, like Enid with trying to fit in with her family and like basically not trying to give in to peer pressure or change herself and like dealing with you know romantic interests and bullying and like therapy and like family trauma and stuff like that. I thought that was really interesting that Same. they kept that. And I'm glad that they didn't take Bianca in the way that. I thought they were going to take Bianca, which was yeah. a very Regina George kind of way. They were like, oh, she's kind of the it girl. She mm-hmm. thinks she's on in charge and on top. And she very quickly mellowed out. She did. And it wasn't in a way that was like, look, she's had a horrible childhood. So you should feel bad for her. But she's going to keep doing horrible things. She like legitimately just was like, whatever. Well, and I like that she wasn't like she wasn't one of those characters that was like the bad guy. And then she had this redemption arc that like in hindsight really shouldn't have been a redemption arc because she did such bad things. They didn't make her so extreme. Like the worst she did was cheat when you can't really cheat in the poke up. Right. So we were watching it with our mom and our mom was like, Ooh, I don't like her. She's mean to Wednesday because our mom is nothing. If Wednesday's mean to everyone, just a forgiver of the main character at all times. (laughs) She is. (laughs) And it's ridiculous. And so we're sitting there and she's talking about it. And I was like, Bianca hasn't done an actual single thing. Right. She's been a little snooty. And honestly. Whatever. <laughs> for a teenage girl who is going through a breakup and sees that her ex-boyfriend, who she still likes, likes someone else, who she does see treats people not in a kind way, like, she, she could have known worse. Right. But she never does anything actually terrible. No. Like, at all. No. Which is so nice and, and so never refreshing. And she like, nasty, really, about people as, like, like, she calls Wednesday out and thinks that she thinks she's better than everyone or, like, she'll right. call people out for stuff about how they act, but not, like, the way they look or the things that they like to do and stuff, which I appreciate. She wasn't, like, a typical bully. bully. She was just she someone wasn't even a bully. who thought that she was in charge because sometimes yeah. people are like that. And, right. But I loved it, which is why I like Bianca so much. Me too. And I'm intrigued Another by her storyline. Another thing line. I really liked about her, the actress didn't play, like, the way she spoke was very different from how like mean girls or like bullies in movies or shows do. Um, At first I was like, okay, she seems like she's a little too soft spoken or like she's a little too light and airy for it. But no, I actually like the second time around, I was like, no, I appreciate that. Like she isn't taking this in like a melodramatic way. It's a very, it was a very gentle power, yeah, which was nice because you know that she has the power to control people and the power to be commanding that way because of her siren song and so she's choosing in her day-to-day life right. to be kind of not as like direct i about also it. really want to know where she got her lip gloss because i'm not <laughs> gonna lie to you i was obsessed with it the whole time another thing i want to talk about costume wise is the dancing. Oh, i no. like that we didn't like wednesday's dress was clearly like the showstopper. I mean, so was Bianca's. It was really pretty. It was like an opposite but Cinderella they moment. Didn't I loved it. Do like a prom. Everyone was dressed to the nines. They were like couture gowns or anything like like people. Some of the kids were dressed in like sweatshirts and nice jeans. Like. It was... Ac- and the ki- the people they got to play, the high schoolers, most of them looked, looked like high, high schoolers. schoolers. I was like, wait, I'm sorry. My co said, are they actually kids? Because I'm confused. And I was like, they look very young. I was so thankful for that. But Me also, too. I wonder if we're just to the age that we think that... No, because I mean, no. typically, I mean, what? Troyan Belsario was 31 when right. she was playing Spencer. And I'm not even, even 30. Even when you look at Teen Wolf, like, those right. kids... With Allison, the girl who played Allison, Crystal Reed, she was... She was in her late twenties. Yeah, and I know that the girl who played Kira, oh my gosh, what's her name? Ardencho. Yeah, she was in her like she was like thirty one when she started playing Kira, like, and in hindsight, because they're like super pretty and they have all these effects, like they look young, but then when you think about like looking at high schoolers, they don't look anything like them. No, I straight don't. up would believe that Enid, Ajax, Xavier, Wednesday, any of them, straight teens. You cannot convince me. That the girl who plays Enid is not a teenager. You just can't. You can't. I haven't looked it up. I don't know. Seeing but. her without, like, the blonde hair, she looks a little older. Which shouldn't be a thing. That's just clearly, like, <laughs> stereotype. But um, Back to uh, another original point you have been talking about, the magic system. Mm. Um, as someone, as people, <laughs> who have worked on our own magic system and Gosh, struggled so through it. I I've noticed this while watching Lord of the Rings and reading The Hobbit that they don't talk about the magic system. No. The magic system is there. They have key points of like this: these are the races. These are a couple of the things that they can do. But it's not so like here's how it, it all this here's how it all works. Right. And that was the same with the show. It was here are some things that these people can do, but like. We're not going to tell you how we're not going right. to tell you why it was just accepted that like, this is how the world right. is. And I think that that's a very important thing to focus on when you're working on your own thing that has a magic system, mm-hmm. because we are busting our asses at this point to figure out like literally all of the very intricate details of how our magic system works. Right. So that way we can incorporate it and make sense in the set like sense of our show and we can't do that I think sometimes we get too caught up I think a lot of the times when you google like how to write or how to do a magic system you get a lot of people who think that they can teach and profess these things and they're like you have to spend your life making so like it takes you years and years to figure out just how your magic system would work and then you can start writing when in theory like you can start off small you can have a base like it doesn't come from any sort of I don't want to say it doesn't come from science because like it kind of seemed a little (laughs) science-y towards the end. But like you can expand on it, but you feel like even just watching what you have, you can tell that there's some sort of boundary. Like there's some things like limitations to what people would be able to do. Right. And going with the whole, some people just try and think that they know what's best in that sense a lot like when you look it up a lot of people are like you have to know everything about your magic system and then you have the people who are like you're not going to put everything you know about your world into your thing and you can take those two ideas and be like okay I have to have a completely fleshed out magic system I'm not going to put it all in there but that just seems like to me currently it just seems like a lot of wasted unnecessary time yeah the I don't want to be focusing on in all, like those are things that I can try and come up with if they come up. Right. And I think that's, so that's just something that the show really like helped me kind of put together. That's part of the thing about like magic systems. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you still talking? I think that's some of the thing about like magic systems and like fairy tales, like I'm reading Chronicles of Narnia right now. And like, I just read the Hobbit and it's just one of those things that I feel like people, because I mean, you talk about like, Tolkien and C.S. Lewis who are great writers and they're like renowned for classics and stuff like that then you see fairy tales today where it's like you have to have every little bit of your magic system worked out so that everything just seems dumbed down otherwise it doesn't make sense and you look at it and it's like you wouldn't have expected those people to do it and because we are now looking at everything so logically and with a lot of technology I feel like we are picking everything apart when that like takes away of the joy of like fairy tale is like, it's supposed to be somewhat of a mystery. Right. And like You aren't going to know because you are not part of it. Right. And one of the things that I've noticed that we try and do with our magic system is we try, we've been trying a lot to figure out where do these powers come from? How yeah. do people get their powers? Um, you know, how are they kind of moving around? And Which is kind of an important part for the fact that for one of the reasons right. and <laughs> it but like I don't no one does that. Right. You don't look at Harry Potter and you're wondering how do people get the I mean you kind of are because you're like where do muggle borns come from? Right. But I mean not in a real sense like no one's like directly questioning it. No. So I've never of, been like uh, Voldemort. she needs to explain this what the fuck. Right. I've never thought that. And I mean that is one of the more fleshed out magic systems I would right. say. Um You know, especially with, like, the companion books and stuff like that. Like, you just know more a little bit about it. But um, I still don't think it's, like, in a fully developed way. No. Maybe we just need a fun thing. We need, like, a language. Things that are made up. Like, they're made up. up. You're never going to know every single thing about it. I'm never going to know. I don't know every single thing about myself. It's like when we ask ourselves, like, why did they decide blue was the color blue? And how did every single language come up with a word that we all know right. across the board is blue? Right. Like, huh? Hey? Yeah, that's, not, that's just not how that stuff works. Um, uh. Hold on. <laughs> I had it. I had it. Oh, I like that your notes say Wednesday with a little black heart. <laughs> yeah, Wednesday with a little black <laughs> heart. It is mostly things that I want to know about the next season, but I don't want to get there quite yet. Right. I want to talk about the show a little bit more still. I want to talk about... Okay. So, at first, I was like, ooh, good, they're not going to focus too much on, and this is like in the first 15 minutes, they're not going to focus too much on, like, <laughs> Wednesday getting a significant other. <laughs> and then she met Tyler, and I was like, oh, okay. And then she met Xavier, and I was like, what? And then she met Enid, Backwards, and she met Xavier before whatever. she met Tyler. She, boys. <laughs> <laughs> and then she met Enid, and I know a lot of people ship them, and I don't not ship them, but... I was just like where are we gonna go from here like now I feel like they're trying to put her in a lot of these situations but I like that she never chased them and that it never went farther than like one kiss yeah that was (laughs) and let's be honest that one kiss was because she was riding a high she's like I put a boy away for murder (laughs) she was just gonna go get some (laughs) I saw a lot of tweets about Tyler and like how he kept saying oh you've given me all these signs and you're leading me on and everyone was like gave him what (laughs) what are you talking about literally nothing (laughs) right she didn't she we should have known then right we shouldn't he was trying to attach himself way too hard in the fact that he was like i'll drive you there myself okay but i wonder if at that time he didn't know yet i feel like he did because they said it had been going on for months by the time she got there it was like two months so, and then he said for the first, like, couple weeks, I didn't know. And then I started remembering. So, I can't believe in, like, the four murders that happened when she was there. That was the only time right. wouldn't know. Okay. That tracks. I don't know. But, um and that was something that, like, I've never had a problem with romance or love interests in um books or TV shows and media in general. Right. I know that that was something Lindsay always got on to me about because one of my favorite things about Harry Potter was... You know, the relationships between yeah. everyone. Um, granted, yes, it did focus a lot on, like, Harry and Ginny, Ron and Hermione. Obviously, Lily and James are my OTP. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, what about Remus and... I almost said Remus and Lupin. <laughs> <laughs> Remus and What Lupin. about Remus and himself, Mara? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Wolfstar is a completely separate thing because it was something that I did not even fathom or get into until later in life. Um, and I... If I start talking about it, I'll cry. So it's fine anyway. (laughs) But so I've never had a problem with that. Um, I didn't necessarily have a problem with them in the show, but I will say that I don't know if it was, I don't know. I was about to say it was kind of annoying, but I think that's just because everybody's always like, oh, it's so annoying. Why do you have to give everybody a love interest? And I was like, because that's what people do sometimes. Well, I know not everybody does. I'm aware. Well, no, it's not. But but you can't then fault people for writing it in. Right. Well, and okay. at l- Like, at heart, at base, I am a hopeless romantic. I am either. never going to be upset about those being in a TV show. So, you know what? Even if they're not always necessary, I'm going to like them and I'm going to talk about them. And that's just how it is. Okay? At anyway. the end of the day, I like that they didn't end with her getting a significant other. And, like, she and Xavier clearly are nothing right now. Right. And... Tyler was simply annoying because of the the signs. And it's like, bruh, bruh. No, she's no. I'm pretty she, sure he wore the same outfit the entire time. The entire show. <laughs> <laughs> she is just cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Okay. That is literally it. And she will use anybody to get what she wants. And I think you were misreading that. See, but I think, okay. Talking about she will use anyone to get what she wants. Her character grow throughout the show was chef's kiss um because you could see her like go from completely unfeeling didn't care about anyone to like being like i will tolerate this person in my life to like okay i really fucked up with enid and now i'm feeling like normal teen emotions of like how do i fix this i don't like i'm really good with confrontation but not like confrontation where i'm in the wrong or even like thinking that she's done something wrong is very foreign to her and then it gets to End, and I like that they showed it with, like, the hugs that Enid wanted to give her. And at the end, I like that Enid just gave her a hug. And I love that Wednesday pulls back. And then she hugs her. It's I don't just... think she pulls back so much as the force of Enid kind of rocks her back. Well, and she she's just like... She does that. But, like, it's just so... And she doesn't just, like, hug her back uncomfortably. Like, she, like, clutches her. Well, because Enid starts to pull away. She pulls right. her back in. And it's just so sweet to, like, see her be like, no, but, like, actually... I love this girl. I care so much about her. She was going to die for me. I would have died for her. You know. It was just so so sweet. I cry every time. I love that that was like the love we focused on. Right. That that ended up being the thing at the end that we were like, this is important. Oh, I cry. I also cry like a baby. She is so unfeeling. And like even with her mom, like she lets her mom like fake touch her braids and stuff. But she's, like, very loving towards her father. Like, not, like, she doesn't have a lot of emotions, but, like, she tells him, like, how good of a daddy is. And she always lets him, like, give her a kiss or a hug or something. I like that you can see that with her family, like, they all know and respect her boundaries there. Mm -hmm. But that she also is a little more forgiving with them. Yeah. I agree. It's nice to see. I also don't know what i was about to say so never mind oh, so sorry <laughs> no, fine. i started to say it then was like oh no 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 no! i don't know I just anymore i really loved it i, I also like i don't cry and i didn't cry the first two times but this last time watching her and enid hug i don't know if it's because i had just been asleep but i was <laughs> like i'm gonna sob <laughs> oh i cry every time it's rough but i mean you know oh you know the what power I, of friendships so. i I have the meaning to tell you. Every time we watch this, was that Principal Weems? They mm-hmm. wanted her look to be based off of I think it's tippy Henderson from The Birds. Okay. And then I think about Mateo because I've never seen The Birds. I think about Mateo in Super. Oh my gosh, that makes so much wearing sense. the outfit. And then if you look at her desk, she has like a bunch of like taxidermy birds in her office Ew. and stuff. Yeah. Bro, I, I can't like, look oh at goodness. anything in that office except the giant Medusa <laughs>
1: fireplace. Oh, I know, I'm a, obsessed a, with that like fireplace. Yes.
0: <laughs> like, I didn't know that was something I wanted until I saw the show. And then I was like, mm, where can I get me one of those? Though? I also liked that with the magic school. They didn't seem to have a bunch of weird classes. I know we didn't really get to see them in class. We saw like the, they herbology, saw the herbology class, and that was it. And it was more—it's <laughs> not called herbology; it's like a it's science class. It. it was like right. the conservatory. They learned about like actual plants and stuff. I would kill for a class like that. And they didn't learn about like magical plants. You know, it's very interesting to me. Like I felt like they had to go to math. They probably did. And I, but they I also had a fencing club, and I would kill for I a fencing club. Would, yeah, I would just—I'm not freak. in high school anymore, but I still would i want to learn fencing so bad i just want to be you know because you've got your weapon girlies there's like the bow and arrow girlies and there's like the dagger girlies and everything but i'm a sword girly first and foremost and i need to learn how to sword fight i know you are but also i'm scared to try and practice sword fighting because i'm scared (laughs) someone will come up behind me and i'll accidentally kill them and then i'll be sent to jail for manslaughter i won't make it in jail anyway this is why uh fencing swords have tips yeah, okay, but I don't have um, a fencing sword, I have a sword sword. Okay, but it's it's pretty blunt. You probably won't kill someone. Maybe a little light stabbing. Um Don't tell people that because then if someone breaks in, they're not gonna they're gonna know, okay? They can't know. I wanted to talk about costume wise, because you know me. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm so sorry that I did that. <laughs> uh was reading this article on BuzzFeed, obviously, about the <laughs> costume designer and how they wanted to go with like classic Wednesday and classic goth but not like new age a little new age but not like you know not the oversized um like super oversized dramatic boots and super oversized pants and stuff like that or like spiked chokers or anything like that like they went specifically just like black traditional goth with a little bit of the new age like she had like the like weird checkered sweater and she would put like something over it or she had that like cropped jacket And she had like chunky boots and she did have a couple chunky shoes and stuff they also said with like her makeup they never put makeup over her under eyes like her under eye bags naturally they never put concealer on her and that they um her lips they used lip liner and lip gloss because they wanted it to look like because she's so pale she had a naturally colored lip mm-hmm. which i thought was very interesting oh yeah i'm obsessed with her makeup the entire time and i'm just constantly every time we watch it, i'm just sitting there like how do i achieve this look do you know what i'm obsessed with what Catherine zeta jones brought her own personal extensions to wear as did she morticia i love her what an icon <laughs> i know <laughs> she showed up and she's like here are my extensions i loved well. she they said she was very involved in like That's the nice. evolution of morticia and that they went away from the classic red lip and more into like like a berry lip tones. i saw that yeah um I honestly Catherine Zeta-Jones popped up as Morticia and I went (laughs) it just like made sense in a way that was like I so obviously we knew nothing about the show but I saw that and I went huh maybe I did hear about Catherine (laughs) (laughs) Zeta-Jones playing Morticia then I thought has Catherine Zeta-Jones always played Morticia like did they bring back original (laughs) Morticia for this no she's not (laughs) she hasn't obviously um I just honestly that like (laughs) there was no other choice Catherine Zeta-Jones is Morticia that is it that's all done that's all there is to it obsessed <laughs> i also oh, so sorry guys jesus um i also really liked that morticia and gomez were super dramatic they I did not that th- their characters were not scared to be dramatic but they also weren't scared to be serious well and it wasn't like an like an allowed dramatic yeah it was just like they, I mean, like, they were Morticia and Gomez. And they kept it the whole time. It wasn't like they were dramatic at times or about certain things. Right. Like, they were always that they way. They just were. <laughs> Ugh. I loved it. And they did they have iconic. some very normal characters. Like, mm-hmm. Xavier and Bianca were pretty, like, okay. everyday I'm normal. I'm obsessed with the, Z- with the way Xavier talks in the show. Don't talk it to It is me. probably the most natural I've ever seen a person talk in a show before. I don't know yeah. how to explain it. But it's just, like... He is Xavier. Like yeah. that, that kid doesn't exist outside of that character to me right now. It it is very hard to place him like outside of Xavier. It is the way he talks and like the way he moves as Xavier. I also think it's the hair. You don't see a lot of male characters getting different hairstyles. And I am obsessed hair would with be his hair, like, down and loose, or like down and really fluffy and styled, or like in a bun. Yeah, I, I don't talk about obsessed his hair. with it. And I just like <gasps> I love him. <laughs> I. First of all, when they were like, oh, he's the monster. I was like, yeah, look at them bug eyes. <laughs> Which is another suck. thing we have to get into in a minute. The <laughs> monster in general. But I don't. <laughs> I did say that. I know <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely. I know um, and <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing about the bug eyes now. But I. I'm so distracted <laughs> thinking about the monster right oh now. And all the other things that I suddenly remember I wanted to talk about. What was I saying? Xavier. We're talking about his hair. We're talking about. Right. So you cannot convince me that they didn't just like take a guy off the street and put him in. They were like, just react. Just react. Just do, just do things. Like he literally, he is so natural about it that. it. Uh, just, uh, oh, one of the things I have to talk I him. about with comparing it. Tyler fantastic. and Xavier and love interests was that Xavier very much so finds how rude she is endearing 90% of the time. Oh my God, I'm obsessed. And he pushes her. And he, like, lets her be kind of mean. But he also doesn't, like, oh, you're so cute. Or, oh, don't be mean. Like, he'll give it back. He's not scared. And I love that about him. I think that she needs someone like that who's ready to challenge her. But also give her, like, a lot of leeway. And I think that it's kind of like um, he... What was I just thinking? God damn it. Every time. (laughs) He wants her to come to him. He knows that, like, he can't come on too strong and come to her. Which is why he kind of, like... Plays along and tricks her into asking him To the dance which oh my gosh that entire scene When he's like oh I thought you'd never ask That's what it is he's so like straight faced About it and monotone it's a very Like almost a British sense of humor Where like he's making the joke He doesn't deliver his lines like he's acting he's delivering his lines like a normal person would speak right exactly and it's just so like <laughs> it doesn't sound rehearsed i'm dying i'm dying in my head over the i don't even know what happened i think the last time we were watching it there was a line that came after all of that where he's like oh i thought you never asked that i've never heard before because every time that scene pops up i i mimic it because it's so funny to me that he's just like oh i thought you never asked it's the dullness to his it's not like oh i thought you never asked right. oh i thought you never asked so and never it's like <laughs> like the buddy <laughs> I'm gratified because you gave me what I wanted suck on that oh my gosh drives um, me freaking crazy the moment I fell in love with him the line he delivered when she says um something about winning her gratitude like the patriarchy and winning her gratitude or something and he was like yeah or something like that like he's like oh yeah but you know oh when they're in the like the like hospital thing why am I just calling it all <laughs> harry potter <laughs> oh, terms no. it's not harry potter anyway the infirmary, um, the <laughs> nurse's office uh, <laughs> Well, it's more than a nurse's office. It, it would really be kind is. of like, like an, an infirmary yeah. because it's a boarding school type of situation. Mm-hmm. Boarding school sounds like forceful. <laughs> <laughs> like a prep school. <laughs> yeah, it's like a prep school. Like a private school. That's what it is. Yeah. It's a private school. Thank you. Um, like you know, a boarding school, Ooh. it just sounds like you're boarded in. I have another thing about Xavier when you're done. Um, but yeah, that's where that's where they're at. And he, she says uh, he's talking about how he used to look, and she says, mm, and he says, I don't know what happened. And she's, it's something. Oh, she says what happened? And he said puberty, I guess. <laughs> so he, like is so endearing. And okay, sincere. so it's not the part you were talking about, oh, but that part freaking kills uh, me. Another thing I like about Xavier is that they took him in the tortured artist way. But, like, not in, like, the weird, like, I'm depressed, I want to... Not that it's, like, I'm against people who are depressed or want to die, because, like, mood. <laughs> um And, like, in a very sincere way, guys. I'm sorry if you're struggling out there. Uh-huh. um Anyway, but that he wasn't frat boy, snobby, super cool guy. Like, he seemed like he wasn't the super popular guy, but that he also wasn't, like, so standoffish and weird to people. Right. Like... Tortured artist yes like that's what Enid said at the beginning yeah and I automatically thought that he was just the popular guy that was an artist I didn't think it because like it's a private school so right. being an artist and being the popular guy makes a little more sense than being like a very jockey guy especially if your only team or like your only sport is fencing essentially um or swimming I feel like they'd have a swim team but maybe that's just because I'm thinking of the beginning of the show which by the way what well, a beginning! by the way that's not a swim team that's water polo Oh, I'm I failed sorry? the BuzzFeed quiz. Oh, <laughs> she's not angry at me. Okay. No. <laughs> I thought you were like How judging me. How am I supposed me. to know that that's water polo? When I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I've never a water know. polo a day in my life. <laughs> sure have <half> swam though. <laughs> so to half me, swam, this here uneducated person that is swimming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Oh God. Anyway, um i lost all track of what i was I'm saying sorry. Again. oh tortured artist okay so yeah he definitely and it wasn't until you mentioned that he because i was like how the heck did he know about the gates i'm so confused and you were like because he saw it while he was running he literally just said that and i was like mm, i missed that i don't know how i missed that but i missed it and i was just like wait a minute tortured artist that runs he wears his hair and a bun and he puts on his little gym clothes and he goes for a run? That doesn't seem right because it's very jockey attitude That's very like frat boy attitude going for a jog, going for a run that's not what the tortured artist right. does the tortured artist sits in his room in the dark and plays weird music and paints, right. but that's not what he does and I just liked that they were like we're gonna give him some hobbies, but he's gonna be a normal guy. Right. I would like to know what his they power actually is, but whatever they didn't cookie cutter these people and okay which i'm tangled I I <laughs> up in blue Tangle also up in i like blue. that hold on on the jogging bit one second i like that it wasn't like randomly dropped oh i run past it when i go running they showed him at least one or two times before that happened it Was running, like actually running <laughs> as like a transition right um oh, i'm losing all track i'm so sorry my you brain is not here today time, uh Mom and I were talking about that with the groceries the other day. She was like, the groceries are still in the bags on the floor. And I said, that's because Mom always forgets to put them away. And she was like, and I was like i would be more upset too but they accumulate and there are some in the living room i was like but she honestly forgets And mom just looked at me and i was like no like i will watch her come in and she'll start to put them away and then she'll put something away in a different room and then just sit down on the couch like she no thought went back to those groceries until you're cooking dinner and you're like oh the stuff i need is in the bags (laughs) cool (laughs) love that for me so i just live in chaos Because I'm lazy, but I just I just have anxiety with panic attack disorder, and mild depression. Mild depression. Um, (laughs) Nothing else is wrong. Totally fine. Uh, I've only ever had two panic attacks. Wrote down opposite answers of what you told them. No, they wrote down the right answers, and then they gave me an opposite diagnosis. Oh yeah, that you didn't have panic attacks. But I told them they wrote down, and I told them I have had two panic attacks in my life, and they said that I have a panic disorder, that I have anxiety with panic disorder what <laughs> they also told me i have to call it suicidal yeah. ideation but then told me that i only have mild depression well they were also like you can't focus focus more huh you can't <laughs> focus on reading here's a book that might help you learn how to focus better <laughs> this is not about wow. my issues with neuropsychologists so i'm very sorry <laughs> isn't every day about your issues with yes every day is a struggle to deal with that (laughs) knowledge anyway um so back to the whole back to the future (laughs) back to the whole john mulaney yeah thank you what was i saying i don't remember you're trying to get back to a point we had been talking about because you said back to the Okay, yes. Back to the um, kind of red herrings, the Mm -hmm. very specific right turns that they were giving us in the show. Um, I read this post that was about like consuming media and being surprised by it and how a lot of times you watch or you read something and you're like, oh, I didn't see that coming when that's not as fun as a reader or a viewer. You, You want people to be more of a i should have seen that coming yeah and um i i saw that before we even watched wednesday and it's like stuck in my brain because i do i personally like watching a show or reading a book and getting to the end and then being able to go back and like find all the little instances where you should have seen seen that coming otherwise it's like it made your plot made no sense like it didn't really tie together you were just like out of the blue this is it right and while i don't think this show necessarily like honed in on that idea specifically it also was not a very i never saw that coming it was a they pointed us in one direction and uh, okay to be fair if you put christina ritchie the original wednesday in a show you automatically have to make her the villain yeah if she can't be a bigger character than just a teacher right no or like a cameo she has to be a cameo or the villain that is literally it. Yeah. Or like a weird mentor. I don't fucking know. But I knew the entire time. I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. She's the you bad did. guy. You were so suspicious. She's the bad the guy. Entire time. Which is funny because I was reading posts and people were like, I didn't see that one. And I was like, You, you did didn't? It? You put Christina Ritchie in red boots as the only normie professor in this show, and then you didn't expect her to be the villain. I like that mom got 90% of the way through the show and then went, Wait, that's Christina Ritchie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. She was like, Why does she look familiar? <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> Isn't that that know. girl that played Wednesday
0: <laughs> originally? Yes, mom, that's Christina Ritchie. Um, from, you know, Sleepy Hollow and Casper. That's where I know her from. But, and also, is she or is she not in Now and Then? She is. Yeah. She plays. Demi Moore's younger self. No. Nope. plays Rosie O'Donnell's, O'Donnell's younger self. self. Thank you. I thought about it. I came back. That show's always giving me Goonie vibes, but in like a very terrifying way. I love that movie. Movie. It's not a TV show. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know. know. Anyway. <laughs> but now I also want to watch Casper. Oh my gosh, I love Casper. It's so good. The scene where they're eating. I don't know why, no. but I'm obsessed <clears throat> with it. I don't like people eating. I know you don't like people eating. Oh my eating. gosh. Oh, that Straight show, up. movie is so sad. Mom eating those cheese and triscuits next to me <laughs> yesterday. And she was just so quiet and she kept looking at my shoes sh- 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 while she was... <laughs> I like, couldn't even say words while she was doing it. Oh, I thought I was going to cry. <laughs> um, The dance. I just have to talk about it. Because it's... We're obsessed. It's obsessive. Because it's, it is. It's obsessive. I, I just... I love it. She pulled it off so perfectly. Just the blank stare. And then, like... The traditional goth dancing, and the song that's with it, um, which the is goo-goo. now a song that I want to listen to all the time. Um, I just wanted to talk about it. Lady's like, I just wanted to mention it because I, I felt did. like it needed it. I just, I want to be able to dance. Like, I wish I were that way. I wish right. I could dance like that because I think it's so funny and so entertaining. I loved that it wasn't the weird girls dancing and everyone huddles around her. Right? It was a. Let's get in on this that's cool my favorite part i have a couple favorite parts of it um <laughs> i like the part where she like does the hands to the side the- so almost like she's playing the piano yeah um i really like the part where she comes up behind him and like taps him on the shoulder and it's very <laughs> surprising to him funny. but i also love the part where she's like swinging her arm in front of her face and then like the lace dress yeah. goes up in front of her listen i would rock that dress i know oh. i said it when it first popped up but i would Because if I were goth, that would be my aesthetic. The, like, academia goth. It wouldn't be, like, new age goth. It'd be academia goth. Speaking of the dance. I really like when she goes out and takes, like, her heels off. And she's, like, a normal girl who's, like, I hate heels. This hurts. And that she and Bianca talk. And they actually have, like, a very meaningful conversation. They weren't, like, I hate you. I hate you more. Or anything like that. And I also really like that she even said... To someone at some point, I think it was maybe Weems or the therapist, and then she says to Bianca, like that she wishes she cared more. What people think? I think that's nice that I think she's, she's kind very of nice self aware that she wasn't of like just completely closed off cyborg. Right. Um. I don't feel like we've talked about Wednesday enough. I love her. I, I just love her so much. I obviously cannot necessarily 100% relate to her. I want to wrap her up in a snood and tuck her into bed. But there are I'm going to make us snoods, I swear to God. Please. But I have to just figure out what they are first. <laughs> My assumption is that it is a hood with a scarf. Yeah. But, but isn't that a balaclava? Snood? Baklava? Baklava? What's a balaclava? Balacl- balaclava is... That's a, a Greek dessert, isn't it? No, that's baklava. So right? clava is what I'm saying. I don't know. One of the two. <laughs> anyway, so what's a snoot? I don't know. Where's the end coming it. from? Let me Google it. Right. Where's my phone? I don't have my phone. Where's your phone? It's right here. I don't feel like reaching over to grab it because my back hurts. We'll Google it later. <laughs> we'll let you know what a snoot is later if you don't already know. Or you can let us Please know. Please let us know. Jesus. Anyway. Yeah, so I can't relate to her 100%. But there are definitely moments where I'm like, mm, feel that. And I love her as a character. And I want to protect her at all costs. Despite it is nice the that, like, mistakes that she makes. Right. It is nice that their main character wasn't supposed to be like the one you saw yourself the most in. But she wasn't like you couldn't see yourself in I her. obviously am Enid. 100%. Yeah, I know. That's why for Halloween. I'm going as Wednesday and you're going as Enid. We haven't talked about Enid enough. That's because we have velvet dresses that we can wear that work. Well, that's also because I've always had an obsession with Wednesday. Yeah, I know you have. To wrap things up, I guess. I feel like I haven't talked about it enough. We can always do it. But two, I always two, really one, like, two. you know, just getting into those mini details. And I really don't have to. It's fine. You'll see them on Tumblr when I reblog them all eventually. Right. But But um, so the first thing that Laney and I thought when we saw the monster uh, was Gollum, inevitably. And ooh, I just felt the heat kick on on my butt. <laughs> I, was like on I was like a burst of air. And I was like, what's <laughs> happening down there? <laughs> it's like a reverse fart ew <laughs> why would you say I don't that know, to me that's what popped in my mind it was an intrusive thought mm. i'm sorry um yeah so we thought Gollum because those eyes and also i'm glad that they didn't go with like they obviously did not use all of their budget on that monster <laughs> obviously they used it on the werewolf enid is a werewolf looking and they like a loop on the mermaid tail bruh that mermaid tail makes me sick why? It just looks so much like a snake. <laughs> oh, it, I don't think it looks like a snake, but I think it looks very it looks It doesn't look mermaid mermaidy, which fish. I like it doesn't right. look fantasy right. little mermaid, but it looks like fish and then like right. a human torso coming. In out a good of it. way, it makes And me I like that his up. like hands were webbed and stuff. Oh, okay. Also about the whole reveal at the end, we have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What? Because here's my question about the stalking her thing with the phone. I thought that's where you were That's going. not what I was talking um, about. Someone took the stalker photos of her and had them in the Laurel Gates music box. But then the photos that she gets on the phone are very reminiscent of that. But it's either that Christina Ritchie is still out there somehow. Well, we don't see her die. Exactly. Typical horror movie rules. So if you don't it see it could the just America. be her. But I feel like that's a little too obvious. Yeah, I agree. But it's weird that she would have two stalkers. But it wouldn't make sense for this new stalker to have put those in the Laurel Gates music box unless they were there from the beginning and they knew the whole time and they had a bigger plan. Which is was her question. Are Laurel yeah. and Tyler just part of a bigger, bigger game? Game. No, but I was going to say oh, so sorry. Um, was when Tyler finally officially gives in and reveals himself mm. and... He walks up to her in the police station. Oh no! And he's like, "How does it feel?" And like, okay, there were several instances where it was obviously Tyler, but I kept thinking because I felt so bad for him because he looked so genuinely terrified and right. hurt that I was like, "Maybe it's not Tyler." Or like, or, maybe he just doesn't I'm know. So confused, right? Okay, and that's where when she was torturing him, that's where I had convinced myself I don't think he knows. Yeah. Which I thought was going to be cool. Like a cool redemption arc thing. Like Christina Richie's the only real bad guy. Tyler doesn't know. We're going to get him help. Yeah. You know? Um, and then they're they in like, the police station guy. and he's like walking up to her and he's like, you know, he seems like still upset in her. Yeah. And he's like, she was my friend. Like I have a lot of things to say. Like I can get have nothing it. to closure. say to someone who tastes me. <laughs> I'm like, hammer, get hammer that my That bitch knee. away from me. Oh, don't talk about the hammering of the knee. And. So then he gets up to her and he goes, what does it feel like? And she's like, like, what do you mean? And he goes to lose. And it's the sheer audacity of that (laughs) white boy. Oh, but the subtitles. Oh, okay, We're not there yet. I have to I have to properly express my anger because, okay, everybody out there who hates being told that they're wrong or being told that they're invalid or just in general, they're not right in some way. To have someone come up to you and look at you all smug like that and be like, heh heh. But, like, calm to be like, oh, he just looks at her like, you're fucking stupid. To lose. And I want to deck him. Oh my gosh, I went from zero to 100 and like, oh my gosh, poor sweet baby doesn't know what he's doing. We need to protect him too. I want that guy dead. I will say that scene was shot. Charger's falling out of the wall. That scene was shot perfectly because of the way they shot it and the actor. So the actor delivered that line.
1: He could just not have kiss. done a better he job. He an
0: Oscar just for to lose. <laughs> just the anger that but is he, ignited to me. The way that like he walks away slowly and you can hear like his footsteps and it just focuses on him with her in the background. It's shot very much so in the, you can tell she has never felt this way. This is, she has never been bested like this and it's never been so blatantly thrown in her face and she's never been able to not do something about it right well and okay because then like two seconds later he says that and then he turns around and he looks kind of sad again and i was like oh no maybe he really doesn't know when that was a weird weak moment but then he started smiling and i went that smug ass bitch Sweet. i'm so angry about it i'm still i know what a snoot is do you want to know yes okay <laughs> <laughs> we are a hot mess um A Snood is a type of traditionally female headgear designed to hold the hair in a cloth or yarn bag. In the most common form, the headgear resembles a close-fitting hood worn over the back of the head. It is similar to a hairnet, but snoods typically have a looser fit, a much coarser coarser mesh, and are noticeably thicker. And a noticeably thicker yarn. Um, It is called a snood because the word comes from the old English word "snod," meaning a ribbon for the hair, and dates back to around 725 A.D. It was used to describe a cloth or netting used to cover the head, as well as items known today as hair bands. It cleared nothing up for me. I feel more more. confused. (laughs) i'm sorry so, it's not it a just a funny neck? like modern is thing that we've mashed up it's right. like a it's like an old timey traditional not... hair thing yeah. i want one i have to have one it's official thank you for coming to my ted talk you're welcome you're welcome what, what? <gasps> oh my god it's like <laughs> last night it was so cute. <laughs> our nephew's birthday party was last night and he we had it here at our house and as my grandparents no michael our our uncle uncle, so his great uncle was leaving he said happy birthday and because he's watching garbage trucks on youtube said happy birthday (laughs) instead of saying thank you (laughs) that is the cutest thing they were both just like it's like when you someone tells you to have a nice day and you're like you too but then they say something like receipt in the bag and you're like you too (laughs) and you're like fuck that's not what i mean i feel so bad because i laughed and i didn't want I think I was laughing at him but i he didn't even notice it first <laughs> and then we started laughing Can we also talk about how we made it through an hour and a half of garbage trucks last night I just I love him but I was not watching tried, but although there was a hot pink recycling truck and I'm he real was. intrigued about that I got stuck on the couch with him and grandpa and he would not let me not look at the TV, at the TV. <laughs> I had to put my phone away he was like Aunt Laney. Alien. this one crushes stuff. Well, this one picks it up differently. This guy has to pick it up himself. He just has garbage. Strips. And I'm like, totally I know. Fine. I think it's adorable. I love him. Anyway, okay, back on track. I'm uh, sorry. Talking about my nephew is always on track. I know. True. And our cat. Yeah. Moving on. This is not what we're doing right now. So, um yeah, I don't feel like I've talked about everything I want to talk about, but. You should wrap this thing up. We wrap should. this bad boy up with a nice little bow. So some things I'd like nasty to see. Nasty little bow. <laughs> I said nice little bow. I thought you said with a nasty little bow. <laughs> with a nice little bow. <laughs> Dang. Anyway. <laughs> so things I want to see next season. I want to see. Oh. I want to see a new storyline for Enid. Or like Same. an expanded on storyline. My nose it just... I want to see where everything with Bianca and Morning Song goes. Me too. I hope we see more of Lucas. I really liked him. Oh, Lainey hates him. I thought he doesn't really have much of a storyline now. But we can give him one. Okay, you were all complaining about Enid's storyline and this kid had no storyline. I wasn't complaining about Enid's storyline. I was saying it felt a little weak because it felt like her whole storyline was, will she wolf out? And also, the can she get is, Ajax to date her? She did. I love Ajax. There is, she did. I love Ajax. too. Congrats to her on both counts. I like that they made Gorgons, right? Subsect. That was a that was a choice, and not a bad choice. That was a really, and I think it's really, interesting really funny choice. that they called them the Stoners. I think that's hilarious. I loved that breakdown of like the social clicks. Me too. That it was like a let's do a typical like here your social clicks, but it was like based on the different like magical species but that they yeah. like all clearly like intermingled and that like they didn't have so much of a popular hierarchy you know like yoko was friends with bianca bianca still sabotaged her in the poke up because she was enid's co-pilot exactly. but then yoko also showed up i don't know if she showed up to wednesday's surprise party i think but, she did like Davina or whatever did I don't even know who half the people who showed up to Wednesday's surprise party were. Like, I don't know where they came from. They were like an oddball group. But I love that Xavier was like, we're fighting, but I'm going to show up anyway. And he was like, I picked your cake. And then Tyler was like, I made your cake. Who do you think bought it? And it's like, Tyler, do you really think you deserve to be a part of this group if they didn't even invite you after you delivered the cake? Straight up. Xavier gives off husband vibes there. Oh, fact I'm mad at you. And we are fighting, but it is your birthday. It's your special day, and I will make everything about you. Also, very me to just try and ignore Nor the, the issue. <laughs> Although, I do love, even though she was clearly in the wrong all the time, I do love that she was like, Well, who said I'm ready to talk to you? <laughs> she was like, mm. <laughs> Mom was so proud of her. <laughs> I know. She was like, Good girl. And then the next episode, she was like, Oh, uh, boy, she's hurting tavier. Tyler and tavier Oh, no. This was before mom uh. knew Tyler was a bad person. Okay. Speaking of Tyler and things we want to see next season, he clearly um, golems out. In yeah, but does he get away? That truck? I would because assume. Because if the so, shackles in the cave could hold him, then the shackles in there. Then how to hold could the straitjacket and the um, chains not hold him? Plus, they have like drugs that they can like, sedate him with. Intrigue. That, and also, what does it mean that they showed us? That he was still goleming out. I think it is supposed to mean he is too far gone. That the moment he wakes up, he's in that state that he wants to do that. Yeah, I don't know. I just want to know what it means I for also, next season. I want to see that get tied up. I don't necessarily want him to have a redemption arc. Because otherwise we no. have to go into, we know more about Hides than we thought we did right so we have to like go through all of that um i would all like to maybe see the storyline tied up i would uh. like to see that he's not like the villain of next season same um and also that he doesn't come back in with the group because like boy murdered people for fun right that's sick um i am wondering one of my biggest things is like where is sheriff galpin gonna land that now? yeah that's where is girl- he gonna stay sheriff is he even gonna stay there like it's gonna come out that his son was, was the one who was doing it did it and and then it's, it's gonna, gonna be gonna like did like he covered cover it up yeah yep because he's called out and he never at the end really denies that he knew the entire time what his son was probably going to be that but i am going to turn a blind eye and he didn't really cover it up he wasn't like maliciously doing that no. as we see he does go after tyler and he does shoot him so he doesn't kill enid right but like see okay and i don't hate the sheriff laney doesn't like him i don't but hate him he's just not my favorite he wasn't my favorite i agree and he definitely had his very choice parenting they, moments people were that like, were not okay galpin in wednesday it's such a fun like sheriff and teenage investigator and like it is fun right that dynamic he was so not okay to her that i didn't like it like i didn't even think he was you horrible to her Except With for her the bringing up dad her dad thing, like that part was a little much, and I think he treated because oh, you're son the very child poorly. of a murderer, like right. Whoa! And he obviously treated his son very poorly. Yeah, terribly. But aside from those things, if the, I wish those things hadn't been included. Not a... Even those, those things were included, but I, I wish know. they had been included. I I like included. that he's supposed to be, like, the protector and, I like liked the law around there and that she does work right. with him, but he's not 100% good. I liked the kind of buddy cop vigilante thing that was going on. Yep. It still felt very Veronica Mars to it me, did. which I enjoyed. Um, but, yeah, I also want to know what's going to happen with that. And also, they need a new mayor. Right. There are three power seats up for grabs right now. The headmaster slash mistress. For Nevermore, which for is Nevermore. their biggest... Donation, their biggest funds. for Jericho. Also, Pilgrim World, that is literally created and run by the mayor, and now he's and gone. It keeps Jericho Jer- that it Pilgrim keeps their World, tourism business going. The donation from Nevermore keeps Jericho in business. And now that they're out of a mayor and out of the headmistress, and the school is shut down temporarily. Well, and And the school had been hiding like the fact that hides were a thing and that they had kicked them out and now it's going to be like well well uh, an outcast did this and it's because you had an outcast within the outcast but besides the authorities who no one knew about the hides and stuff and i mean yes that is true but you know then you have to question like oh who's right you know what's real yada 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 but i mean like sheriff mayor and headmistress are all up for grabs right now that is a lot yeah oh my gosh i would love to see morticia come in and be the headmistress i think that would be oh God, fabulous that would be i just want more of the family in general me too <laughs> like, i kind of why can't see... we bring pugsley along i kind of hope that he like reaches because it feels like what you can't turn away from your microphone oh i'm so sorry i really want to see um next year if nevermore is how it is in my mind and it is like a high school boarding school prep school thing um, I want to know, is Pugsley old enough to be, like, a freshman at said Nevermore and go to school with her? That'd be so cute. I would love that. Same. I would also love to see him and Eugene become good friends. Oh, that'd be so cute. I know. I love them. Um, I also... Uh, speaking of Eugene, I love that he wasn't, like, the pinnacle nerdy kid who didn't have any friends and, like, was a coward like and also was then weird and gross towards he girls. wasn't weird and gross towards girls he was very brave in like going out to the woods by himself and also that like he did try to make very soft moves with enid and stuff like that i thought that was very nice to see from like the nerdy kid and that like he wasn't necessarily mistreated you know like xavier was like and he wasn't the kid that people like didn't know anything about Xavier was like you think i would hurt eugene and even ajax was like what's up boy like right yeah he was he that despite the fact that like they had like a head like a queen bee situation they legitimately didn't actually have any kind of social hierarchy going on right other than like they had a popular group in the nightshade secret society um speaking of the members of nightshade i know i've already talked about what i want from nightshade in general but xavier specifically i want to know what his powers essentially are other than he, just bringing paintings to life because well because he can do that and right. i like okay that's his power that's cool whatever but where do the dreams come in why was he having yeah. these weird like prophetic dreams why was he so connected <gasps> to the hide and his dad i want to see his dad who is very well versed in like psychic abilities. And he was because Xavier knew a lot about Wednesday. He pulled out. He was like, you're having visions. You're reading too much into them at times. It can drive you insane. My dad knows all about it. Like, does Xavier have some sort of psychic connection? Right. And yeah, I do want to know like why he and e- he and Enid? No. <laughs> he and Wednesday would like vibe on the same thing at the same time. Right also i do not want another love interest to come into play no at all unless of course you give us enid as a love interest you're totally good with that that is the only other option it has to be Xavier or enid you can't give me another one right (laughs) i'm set on these two that's it me too although i'd be a little sad for ajax but that's just because i like ajax yeah but i mean ajax would have xavier at that point they're bros (laughs) okay um but i think that about sums up everything I want to see from the next season. Um other than like, you know, who who's the stalker and <sighs> what is the greater plan for everything at the you end know of the day? What we didn't talk about enough thing. Thing. Oh, I thought about it the whole time. First of all, Thing is my favorite. Obviously. I love him. I will defend him till the day I die. Um also Mad respect that like a real person played thing. Oh my gosh, that is the coolest like and I like that they did it because like they had done it before in mm-hmm. like the original Adams family. Like he was right. by person. That that was I think one of the better decisions that or one of the one of the I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. I think that that wouldn't have happened necessarily had they not brought Tim Burton on to direct. Yeah. I think that that was one of the reasons that bringing Tim Burton on was a good idea. He brought the right amount of whimsy to the macabre. He has a very whimsy take on macabre. Right. Instead of like gore. And obviously there are some weird there are not weird but there are some possible controversial issues with the whole situation behind the dance and Jenna Ortega having COVID. But at the end of the day, as a want to be showrunner, I really do respect um, Tim Burton's style. I do. I don't respect the decision there. Oh like, no, that I was would a like crap to decision. Say in that position, I wouldn't do the same thing, but I would too. Um, I also think that it's dumb that they made that decision. Obviously, as someone who works in the public, in like a public service sort of situation. Right it's an un- like to me it didn't I didn't even really think about it that much because it's it, that's what happens that's how it yeah. is jobs like if you work in you know any kind of retail or not necessarily minimum wage but like if you work in the public that's how it is if you are waiting to know if you're positive you have to go to work yeah. and well unless you know I'm, I'm unless you're like dying sick but I it's just one of those situations it's kind of unfortunate and obviously they should have known better and you know, they have the money to make sure that that shit doesn't happen. Right. But I just didn't think anything of it at first. As someone who has had COVID twice, twice now. And the second time I had it was very looked down upon for not being at work every single day, even though I had a positive result, like it's BS. And I, I, I don't have like a super cool, fancy job. I, I sell things for a living. Um, I think people will be okay if they get one less pillow. Yeah. Anyway, to keep it from getting too heavy about. Just take care of your health, guys. I feel like everyone should be able to take care of their health. I think everyone should be taken seriously if they're saying, hey, I am sick. I cannot do this. Mental and otherwise. Yeah. That's important. You know, you need to take your days. People get sick in many ways. And a lot of people have different amounts of what they can and cannot take. And I think that we just need to be a little more respectful of that, especially in the holiday season right now, guys. Yeah this is taking a weird turn anyway right, okay <laughs> protect yourselves that's all i'm saying okay so um hopefully we'll see you for season two whenever the fuck that happens i don't even think they've announced that they're they confirmed for a season two in general we're sh- cut her hair into a shag haircut i know and i love it me too looks very now good. i want a shag i'm trying to go for a mullet and now i want a shag I'm gonna just let my hair vibe out here like I do. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Well, let us know who your favorite characters were and what. And if it's not Wednesday, you're wrong. <laughs> Except that Lainey's his thing, so whatever. And I still love Xavier. <laughs> God. Anyway, and uh, let us know what your most disappointing parts of the show were. Like Principal Weems dying was depressing very as upsetting. Fuck. Um. Let us know what you liked the most about the show and your fun theories because you know how we love our theories also like if anyone has some good playlists out there that have like goo goo muck vibes right or like my way recommendations for books movies tv shows that are like if you like wednesday you know you'll enjoy these give me those yeah i want them thank you kindly okay um i'm gonna go make some snoods now (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) have a great holiday season okay um Bye. Bye.